The Guardian. Welcome to Science Weekly. We're taking some of the most pressing scientific questions about the coronavirus outbreak, some sent in by you, and exploring them in detail. Thanks so much to the many listeners who have already sent in questions and have contacted The Guardian to lend their support. In times of global crisis, trusted news is more important than ever, and The Guardian is committed to accurate, reliable news. You can help us to provide the quality information the world needs by supporting The Guardian. Just go to www.theguardian.com forward slash support podcasts. That's all one word. And we would love to keep hearing from you. So please continue to send your questions via a form we've set up. Head over to theguardian.com forward slash COVID-19 questions, or one word. In today's episode, we'll be looking at how COVID-19 is impacting on the millions of people being treated for asthma. So because we do know that viruses are a trigger for people's asthma and asthma symptoms, I think it's fair to assume that coronavirus will act in the same way that flu and other viral conditions and might set off people's asthma symptoms. I'm The Guardian's science and health reporter, Nicola Davis. I'm Dr Andy Whittemore. I'm a GP based down in Portsmouth and I work as Asthma UK's clinical lead. Hi Andy, thanks for joining us here on Science Weekly. Good morning, thanks for inviting me on. So Andy, before this COVID-19 outbreak, the UK already had one of Europe's worst records for treating asthma. Why is that? Well, what we do know is that the UK has one of the worst death rates in Europe and and the rate of people dying from asthma attacks seems to be increasing. We don't know the exact reasons for this, but what we do know is that a lot of people don't take asthma seriously enough. A research study done by Asthma UK a couple of years ago showed that as many as one in six people didn't even know that asthma can kill people. So what does asthma actually do to people? It affects the lungs, is that right? Absolutely. Asthma is a condition of the airways, so the tubes leading down into the lungs get inflammation. That inflammation can come and go, but is responsible for asthma symptoms such as cough, wheeze, breathlessness and tight chest. The inflammation also increases people's risk of having a life-threatening asthma attack. For different people, there's different things that set off that inflammation. Triggers from inside and outside the body. The ones inside the body can include stress and hormones and even the body's own response to exercise. And outside, this is a bit more well-known to people. Viruses, allergens such as pollen and animal dander and pollution can all set people off. When we've looked at this in the past, we found that over 80% of people surveyed by Asthma UK thought that colds and flu were a major trigger for their asthma. The coronavirus is just another type of virus that might set people off. So we know that COVID-19 affects people's airways and lungs. So does that mean that people with asthma are at greater risk of severe cases of COVID-19, severe symptoms? So because we do know that viruses are a trigger for people's asthma and asthma symptoms, I think it's fair to assume that coronavirus will act in the same way that flu and other viral conditions and might set off people's asthma symptoms. Health bodies around the world are listing asthma as a condition that might be considered high risk. But so far, there's no evidence to suggest that increased infection rates in people with asthma. 
but there is some evidence to say that people who, who have asthma are more likely to go on and get a more severe illness. What we do know is that viruses are more likely to set off asthma symptoms and asthma attacks in people with poorly controlled asthma. What we mean by poorly controlled asthma is somebody who's getting asthma symptoms three or more times per week or have needed two or more courses of oral steroids in the last year. What we don't know, though, is, is how severe somebody's asthma is underlying that and whether that has an impact on the effect of viruses such as coronavirus. So somebody might well be taking a lot of medicines to help keep their asthma under control, and we don't know whether that means they're more or less likely to be protected from COVID-19. Do we have any data on mortality rates for asthmatics compared with those who don't have an underlying health condition, for example? We haven't seen any data yet on mortality rates of people with specific conditions. But what we are doing is advising that everybody who has got asthma, if they can start keeping on control of their their routine day-to-day symptoms, then that means they're less likely to get a severe outbreak related to COVID-19 and can hopefully prevent themselves from going to hospital or having a more severe attack. Presumably the concern is that if you are fighting COVID-19 and you have an asthma attack at the same time, you could be at greater risk. Is that a fair conclusion? I think that's a, that's a very fair conclusion because actually there's two things there that could be having unpredictable effects on somebody's lung health. Firstly, you've got the effects of the virus itself, and then you've got the response of the airways um, in the form of, of asthma symptoms and asthma attack. One thing that's come to light is that lots of people with asthma are suddenly ordering inhalers. Could that cause a shortage? Are there any positives? You know, What's the situation around that? We have heard that some people are having problems getting hold of certain medicines, and we believe that this is due to not shortages of the medication, but a a slight interruption of the supply chain. We know the government were very well prepared for Brexit and making sure that asthma medications would not run out, and this has meant that we've got um, extra supplies in the country to help deal with this crisis now. Um, So because lots of people are ordering extra medicines, and lots of people are starting medicines again when they haven't been using them for a while, individual pharmacies probably don't have enough in to manage that demand, but their suppliers do. So if a pharmacy runs out, they are still able to order more of their medicines. But if you find that medicine is not available for that pharmacy, there are some alternatives. There may be another drug that is very similar, but it's very important to check that Um, It is a similar medication to the one you normally take and that you know how to take it effectively. Is there perhaps a bonus that this means that a lot of people living with asthma who perhaps didn't previously use their inhaler now have one? Is that potentially a small silver lining? I don't know. I'm looking for a positive here. There's a definite silver lining to the fact that COVID-19 is scaring people into taking their lung health more seriously. Um, We do know that people do get complacent about their asthma. And because asthma is a condition that comes and goes, so people get good weeks or good months, even good years, they may spend a long time without taking any preventer medication. So getting people back on board with what they should be doing to look after their asthma will actually mean that as a GP, I see people who come to me having not used their preventers for a while and they end up with asthma attacks or severe asthma symptoms. Hopefully this will help prevent that. One of our listeners, Asia, asked about children with asthma. Should we be particularly concerned about them? So age seems to be a real big predictor of how ill somebody might be as a result of, of COVID-19. 
we are seeing very, very low rates of severe illness and even lower rates of death in children. So this is obviously reassuring to parents of, of children with asthma, but we are encouraging everybody with asthma, including children, to look after their asthma as well as they can, to follow all the government advice on hygiene and hand washing, and to follow strict social distancing so that they do stay well. So Andy, what is it that we still don't know about the interaction between COVID-19 and asthma? Are there important things that we still need to unpick? When we've been looking at studies from around the world, it does appear that asthma seems to be underreported. Uh, and we're not sure whether as a comorbidity, that's because of different ways of, of reporting it or detecting it, um, whether it's because we think actually the disease of having asthma protects people against COVID in some situations, or even whether the medicines people take might also protect them in some way from getting more severe forms of, of COVID-19. Outside of asthma, though, we still do not know the best ways of treating the most severe cases. Hospitals who are seeing lots of cases are working very hard to try and establish what does work well, what can help recovery. Um, and one thing that we're trying to put together, the Asthma UK British Lung Foundation Partnership have launched a hub to bring everybody together interested in this, whether it's patients, researchers or clinicians, to try and get more information out there try and help move move this new field forwards. And a final question, what's the actual advice for asthmatics worried about COVID-19? And as a GP, do you think this advice has been clear enough? I think first thing to say is, is our entire society have had to grasp a lot of new information and apply it to themselves and their family and friends very, very quickly. Um, so people with asthma are rightly classed as being high risk for getting more severe forms of, of COVID-19. But because everybody is now practicing social distancing, we've not had to provide any extra additional advice for people with asthma. And the team Asthma UK have been working closely with the government and the NHS to deliver the most accurate health advice to people with asthma and other lung conditions. And we've also provided additional information on what people with asthma should be doing to keep their disease under control and when they should seek help. Because one of my personal worries is because people are more worried about COVID-19 than they are about their asthma, that they may not try and access the care from the NHS that they need. Or maybe that the NHS is so focused on COVID-19 that it doesn't look at and, and assess somebody's asthma at the same time. We also know that people's human nature is they, they will not bother the NHS if they think the NHS is very busy, but it is crucial that people with asthma do seek help when they need to. Thanks so much, Andy, for joining us. It's been wonderful having you on Science Weekly. Thank you. And if anybody needs any more information, then do visit the Asthma UK website. If you are worried about your own asthma during the COVID-19 outbreak, please speak to your GP. And as per Andy's instruction, head over to the Asthma UK website at asthma.org.uk. We'll also include a link in the episode's description on the Guardian website. We would love to keep hearing from you, so please continue to send your questions via a form we've set up. Head over to theguardian.com forward slash COVID-19 questions, all one word. And if you're worried about symptoms you might have, or want to find out more about the outbreak, please head over to 111.nhs.uk. Look after yourselves and be sure to join us again on The Guardian Science Weekly Podcast. Thank you. 
For more great podcasts from The Guardian, just go to theguardian.com slash podcasts.